This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is April 27th, 2020, and we just had probably the first major sports thing in a while, which is the NFL draft. So we're just here, Double R Calhoun and myself, we just here to talk about, give our thoughts on the draft. What's up, Double R? What's up? Glad to be back. Calhoun, we're good. Hey, man, just sitting here, living through the corona, man. <laughs> Sad. Side note, go back and check out. We dropped the podcast. We actually dropped it um, today um, we, about Corona, the COVID-19 and its effect on sports. Real fun podcast. I think we all got varying degrees on how it will affect sports. Like I'm a little more extreme in my long-term thought process. But check that out. That was a good podcast. We also have a Patreon. We got two Patreon podcasts this week. We got Forever I Love Atlanta on um, part two. Me and Lynn itself talking about reminisce about old school Atlanta and who should and who gets the right to win number 21 for the Falcons. So we got some fun podcasts coming again. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com, digital Darren, D-A-R-O-N. And without all that being said, it's going to get started with the draft talk. So before we talk specifics, what was your overall thoughts on the draft, Calhoun? This class, this draft class, let me say that. That's probably better. The draft class, uh, if you was in a if you was in a house for a wide receiver or running back, this is the class for you. Now, if you was in a house for a cornerback, yeah, it was slim pickings. Uh, but if you, if you was looking for if you was looking for running back, uh, if it was if you was looking for, in fact, it was slim pickings on defense as well because there wasn't too many DNs in it that was like quality that you're gonna. It was how they all pan out, but it didn't like to be the Hall of Fame DMs. But uh, it like it was just an offensive explosion for this draft. Double R, what's your thoughts on this year's draft play? I'm going to tell you what surprised me about this year. I didn't see a lot of quarterbacks get drafted. After, after the top three, man, a lot of quarterbacks slip fourth, fifth round. It surprised me a lot. Usually, quarterbacks, they go fast. So overall, with the uh, the what they was the online, I think that might be the new way, the new thing now. They're gonna draft from the home. You got to see people in a household with their family. I think that's probably gonna be the new wave coming up. So before we get to that, shout out to Jerry Jones. I mean, every time he get a chance to show you how to stunt, he show you how to stunt. Right? He did the draft from what a two hundred fifty million dollar yacht. Yeah. Hey, but, play, but, but Kingsbury went too far. Oh, that house with five Kingsbury was in. That house with five. I can't even take nothing from that. That motherfucker, uh, yeah. That motherfucking house came with four holes. And yeah, damn. Moet. It, it was too, it was too slick. Oh, he just increased his pussy stock off of that one. Oh, off the, off the meat rack from 20 to 45. He fucking high up and went up and went up. 
Yeah. When you got it like that, you got to showcase it just like he did. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, salute to those two guys because I think that those were two probably most, two of the most interesting things in the draft because I think this draft class is pretty much ho-hum. Like, I'll be... The people who I think are Hall of Famers are kind of like obscure kind of position type players. Players who will probably be really good but have very little impact in the league in general. But like, I, I, by and large, I don't think this draft was. I think it's a, a, I think it's a whole bunch of OKs in this draft. Just people who could stay, people who will stand the league and be solid contributors, but no like real pump and circumstance. I don't have any real too many real wild people in this draft. So that's just me. But no, no, those are the ones. So, like, if you asking me who I think are just out of this world, if I had a bit right now, who would be the best players in this thing? I would say Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker slash do it all guy from Can. I mean, from Clemson, Henry Ruggs, I think Speed Kill, and Jerry Judy. I think those three are the like head and above, show head and shoulders above everybody else players. Everybody else, I just think of just and falling that same realm. Yeah, I like I like Royal Judy, both both good playmakers. Yeah, so I think that and you know, we'll talk more about it in the pitch. I think that Judy is he's better than Calvin Calvin Ridley, but not as good as Julio Jones, if that makes sense. And I actually think he's closer to being he's closer to Julio Jones than he is Calvin Ridley. He's way better than Calvin Ridley, but not as good as Julio Jones. I was gonna say that, that is a huge gap. Calvin Ridley and that's some gap. There's so many players in the league. I'm sure there's one that you can get close. Well, to I mean, they all from Alabama. That's why I'm saying that. So, like, if you talk about Al- Nick Saban been pushing great receivers, right? So, like, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley was a more prolific receiver than Julio Jones, but Julio Jones just had the metrics, right? So, like, if you look at, like, what they were to what they are, I think that Calvin Ridley is, you know, as far as Alabama receivers, probably a better way to specify that. I think that Calvin Ridley is, you know, on the great seas on the lower end, Julio's at the top end. I think Jerry Judy's in that middle, closer to Julio Jones. I think Jerry Judy, I think is, I, I'd be surprised if he isn't really great. Like a DeAndre Hopkins type or whatever, or a great receiver, I'd be surprised if he isn't great. You just stand before me. That's what I was going to compare it to, DeAndre Hopkins. Yo, so like, Boy, y'all, y'all really put a lot of ketchup on me when they hot dogs. But Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy, Alabama's receivers were the deal, but Jerry Judy may be the most complete receiver to come out in a long time in the draft. Yeah, I know, and I understand, and I see all that, but we got to – I never – y'all watch college more than me. I never put college players – I never I never compare the two because they're doing it against nobodies or they're doing it against very little talent. When you come to the league, it's a whole new ballgame. For instance, the kid who we got got – Good dick stuck in him all the whole time, especially that championship game. It was ridiculous. Yeah, but some players, I mean, this go to why, we, why I'm saying these are the standout players. Because some players' skill set just shine above everything. And I think that Judy Ruggs and I think Isaiah Simmons' skill set just shine above everybody. Okay. I can see that. So, like, what about, go ahead. What about that tackle they got from uh, Alabama? Because I like that kid on tape. Yeah, all right. Uh, Alabama linemen, they. They're basically the sum, you know, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. So like, I never just, 
Alabama offensive linemen are okay. They fit in that same. They good enough. They'll be starters if you want. I don't, you don't see an Alabama lineman who the best lineman in the league. So. That's what I'd say. So, by and large, those are like, go ahead. Nothing, no sleeper picks. Nothing surprised you in the draft? Oh, yeah. What surprised me, I think actually was some good picks. Actually, I think the best pick, two of the best picks were eight. Revolve around quarterbacks. I think that Jalen Hurts going to Philly, and I think I really think the pick of the best pick of this draft to me is Jake Jacob Eason going to the Colts. Yes, that, that's good for him. That's great for them. I think that again, you know, we always spend things to the Falcons. I think that's what the Falcons should be doing. Like we keep riding this Matt Ryan train, which you know we're going to do a different podcast about the Falcons. Should they hold them or fold them? That's another topic. But like. You got him with in the fourth round, fifth round, third, fourth, fifth round, whatever round you got him in. Fourth round, wasn't it? Yeah, four, you got him for nothing, essentially. Like, man, that that was a smart move for a team like the Colts, who they're trying to win today. That's why they got Phil Rivers, but they fucking they got somebody for tomorrow, and I, and they got them cheap. So, like, I, I think that that's a very good move. I, I think that's the best move in the um, whole draft. I also like Baltimore getting J.K. Dobbins. Like, Baltimore seemed to find, like, really good pieces in really good places or whatever. Like, and I just like what Baltimore did in general. But I think that Jacob Beeson, Jalen Hurts, and kind of the J.K. Dobbins picks, I think those are really good picks. I think you got real value for your book in those places. So, what about you, Calhoun? Well, that's no way. I, 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 don't, I don't think that either. I, I got to go with the J.K. Dobbins. I think it's a shame how the league is starting to undervalue running backs. Because to me, again, I think they're probably the most important of the skill positions. Because they do everything. And they, they, they can be your, they can be a great, if you need help with your line, they can help you with your line. You need help with your receiving game. They can do that. You need to control the ball. So I don't like what they're doing there. But the fact that all of them went in the second, all your key running backs and stuff for one, the kid from uh, LSU, went in the second round, I think that's great value in that. I mean, DeAndre Swift went second round. Um, Jonathan Taylor, now I don't understand why the Colts would get Jonathan Taylor and you have Marvin Matt, but that's fine. And you just mentioned it, just the J.K. Dobbins kids. I think that was a good one. I think Baltimore linebacker that Patrick Queen kid out of LSU, I think that was a good fucking pick, especially when he got him at. I think that was an amazing pick. That would be a problem. I'm going to be a front runner. I'm not going to try to look for a fourth or fifth round gym. I'm going to go with that kid in Baltimore. I think that was a, a great pick for him. What about you, Double R? One pick that I didn't understand was the Green Bay. You go out and pick the quarterback. No, no, we say which one is the best one. We, uh, shit, we got we got that coming up next. Cause I'm about with y'all now. What was the best pick? Yeah, let me see who I like. Who, who got that uh, that I like? Uh, I think Miami had pick too. I think that was the safest pick for them. I got one more pick I like too. But I'll let you finish. Go ahead, Double R. And they don't have a quarterback and two good. He come back uh, injury free. He could be uh, a good quarterback for him, a franchise quarterback for him. And let me see. Uh, I don't like. I ain't like Herbert with the uh, 
with uh San Diego. Yeah, say that for later, cause we gonna get to that. We gonna get to that next, like Calhoun said. I get another pick. I like I like Cam Akers for the Rams. I think you're gonna get rid of Gurley. Again, like you said, Calhoun with running backs. Cam Akers is a quality running back who played behind the shitty line. Shout out to Lenny Self Cadillo, Florida State kid. I think Cam Akers is a really good pick. If you're going to replace Ty Gurley, do it like that. They got him, what, the second or third round? Replace him like that. So, I, I mean, and I think that kind of offsets your point, right? Like, he may not be Ty Gurley, but I think he'll be a decent player. And if you can get decent in the third round, I think you do it. So. I got a couple more for you here. So the second, second round, how the hell T. Higgins slide? Because I seen T. Higgins with Clemson. I, I was very much on first. He slid to the second. Round. I like the fact I like what we did in the second round about D line with uh with Auburn. I, I really love what the Panthers did the first cover round. They really showed that to me. Um I like that second round pick. Uh, that edge rusher from Penn State. Yeah. Uh, I also like <clears throat> Cleveland got that snake from uh Cleveland, but the I don't even know who he is. The kid who they kept projecting us to get at 16, he fell like a motherfucker. He fell to Buffalo in the second round. AJ, the baby, the Ninja, He fell all the way to 54, and I remember in mock drafts early, they had us get him at 16. I think his, his combine was terrible or something. Because he fell all the way down. So you got it. The get. A one, well, he was once graded as a top pick. You get him at a fifty-four. I like that pick. Any more you like double R? Uh, like I don't say, I like I like old boy from from uh, uh the D lineman for uh, Auburn. He was the best defense, but they had they had a, they had some dogs on that D line. So uh, that was a good pick for the fire. I think. Let me see who else on top of my head. I like that might be it. I can recall. I like what the Jags did. Like I like them picking the cornerback from Florida, the outside linebacker from LSU, and a quarterback kid from Miami. I really like him. I think he's actually a steel player. Like he's one of those. They got him in the fourth round. He's one of those players. I wouldn't be surprised to make a Pro Bowl. Like he like he not Deion Jones, but you know how Deion Jones came in and everybody was like, whoa. I think he kind of like that same type of player. He can come in real quickly and make some damage. I actually do like what Jacksonville did. Jacksonville actually had a good trial. <laughs> I like Jacksonville trial. Yo, I think they, I like what they did. But let's go to, we talked about a lot about what we like. What didn't you like? Calhoun? Oh, go ahead, Double R. What don't, don't you like? The piggyback, what I said earlier, I, I don't understand where you're picking a quarterback in the first round. So let's park the car right there. Cause I think this, and I think Jalen Hurts, I think they both fall into the same category for different reasons. Yeah. I didn't understand that one either. Yeah, so I think they fall into the same category for different reasons. I think that in those situations, in both of those situations, you got to look and see what comes. Management, in Green Bay case, I think management feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to retire soon. I mean, I'm sure they talked to him. Again, I think that this is one of them things that's in the building. Like, hey, 
either they feel he's lost it or losing it or, or something, or you talk to him and he's like, I don't know how long I'm going to do this. And you feel like he's not going to be around that long. Well, how you pick a quarterback in the first round, they don't see them quarterbacks on the bench two or three years to learn out them. Unless you, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the only thing that makes sense. If you really like this kid and Aaron Rodgers and kind of say, uh, maybe I'll be around two years, maybe not. I mean, contracts and players always disregard contracts. Nobody says, hey, this is the last year of my contract, I'm going to retire. So, like, that part, I think, has no merit. But, like, I think that somebody in the building, I think they've had conversations. I think Aaron Rodgers has led them to believe he's not going to be around. Either that or he, I don't think they feel like he's going to be around too much longer. Aaron Rodgers should have a right to retire when he want to retire. And I think that they've had that conversation and it may be sooner than later. Like, he may have told them not to tell nobody, but I think it may have been sooner than later. That's the only thing that makes sense. No, there's no way you even make a comment like that unless you got one of them hats. Them old school 50 hat that got pressed on top of the hat with a goddamn camera that flashed when you take pictures of As we know, Aaron Rodgers hasn't said nothing about yeah. retirement. And what they said at draft night, it's the same thing they did with Brad Favre around the same age. And Brad Favre went on to play three more years with Green Bay, then two with Minnesota, they went to the jet. Like, it wasn't over with. But they were trying to – hold on, Calhoun. But that's – because they were trying to run Brett Favre off. He just had the people behind him. This, this, this like and they completely different it's people. Like Brett Favre – hold on. It looks like bad, uh, bad drafting. No, nah, they look – I think I don't think teams draft that badly for that reason. They had a clear need. I think they had a reason – I think it's a method to their madness. And I think that the method is they probably had internal discussions with Aaron Rodgers, and he's probably said something. Think about that, uh, because you go back to Brett Favre, they were trying, they were begging Brett Favre to retire every year, get him out of there one way or the other. He just, they're fundamentally different. Brett Favre, football, he, that was his life. Aaron Rodgers. Before you go down the Brett Favre track, and that's not what I'm trying to park. Then what I'm saying, unless you have intel on what you're saying, there's no way we can bring that part into it. Yes, you can. You can just use common, you can use common sense. You can just use context clues. If you use context clues or common sense, the first Two of their picks didn't make sense. Not only did they get a, a, a running a full, excuse me, a quarterback in the first round, their second round pick was a running back. This was bad drafting. This wasn't no oh, it's a it's a fucking Easter egg somewhere. That's just terrible drafting. You was one game away from the Super Bowl, and you gonna get a somebody who's going straight to the bench. That's terrible. You go get what you need. And that's the, I think uh, I, I think that that's the fluidity. You go to the AS, NFC Championship today don't mean you'll go tomorrow. I think that this is I, I'm not saying it's a good move. I'm saying I think it's some method behind their madness. And I'm saying I think it was just bad drafting. They went with like who was good on the board or whatever. Because in this case, if you're one game away from the Super Bowl, what you don't do is with your first round pick draft somebody who's going straight to the bench. That's what you don't do. Your team that good, you keep building because they got a lot of fucking needs. They got O-line needs. More than that, they need another wide receiver. All they have is Devontae Adams. You got another wide receiver you need. You got your ass ran through by San Francisco. And nine times out of ten, they're probably going back to the Super Bowl. I mean, back to the NFC Championship game if it ain't for Tampa Bay. So what you have to do is build your team up to beat that team in that area. And that's, what and that's the biggest mistake you can make is building your team to beat another specific team. Uh, you, yeah, they, what they did was expose your weaknesses. So you have to 
to you have to fortify in ways that you didn't know that you had to. And that's what you have to do. What was your weakness at? Your weakness wasn't that quarterback. You don't go draft somebody when you're one game away with your first round pick. Now if they wouldn't win a game Jacob Eason, that's one thing in the fourth, fifth round, or Jake Fromm. But to go out on your first round pick, and not just that, they traded up to get that kid. And that's, that's what made me think that something something internal they know that we don't know yet. Nah, they trying to run them out of town. That was, that was. It, it could be. It could be, hey, we need to get Aaron Rodgers the fuck on. That could be it. Town, that could be it. But it's something in that building they know that we don't know. And I don't see how I don't see how you can run Aaron Rodgers out of town because the Calhoun point, his contract set for the next three years. So like it's not like he's gonna be a money thing with him. Like, unless he got caught fucking the general manager's daughter then. I mean, and he's bigger than the he's bigger than anybody else in that building. So like they to your point, Calhoun, they should have learned from Brett Farr. You can't run off the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, who's won the championship. How did they explain their second round pick? The running back, AJ Dillon from Boston College. How you explain that pick then, sir? I like AJ Dillon. So like I I I'm not against that pick. You don't get him, Jones. I like AJ Dillon. I think him. I think he's better than Aaron Jones. Come on, now. You're gonna you're gonna lose our credibility with the show doing that shit. I think he's better than Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones is okay. Okay, Aaron Jones go the fuck off. How's he just okay? I think he's just okay. You asking me? I'm telling you my opinion. Okay, so the numbers show, and when he's in the game, he's not just okay. So let's what stop he, that right Again, now. what are his numbers? Better than eight. To the point where you don't go and get another running back. Top 10 in the league right now. It's the winner. Not second round. You could have got a running back. I'm not saying he should have got a second round. I'm not. I'm definitely not saying that. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. How do you justify? And this Goes back to hold on, let Aaron, Aaron, hold on, be quiet. Aaron Jones stats: so he ran for four hundred fifty yards one year, seven hundred twenty yards one year, and a thousand yards last year. What are you talking last about? Okay, but like he ain't set the world. He had a lot of touchdowns, so like that part. Matters. He said that shit on fire last year. That's what I'm saying. He ain't said on fire. You give him, you give him a little too much credit. He had a good year last year. He did. He did. I, and you, I think you think I'm saying that, that I approve that draft. I'm just, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the only thing that makes sense is if they knew for a reason. Or they knew something the that we don't know. The only thing that makes sense is none of that shit makes sense. Okay. That's what makes Let's go to, uh, that made sense to me. Carson Wentz made a glass. Huh? Carson Wentz made a glass. But you go get Jalen Hurts. Unless y'all playing for him to take take the star position, take on the French. I think I'm gonna try to convert him into a Taysom Hill, like a better version of Taysom Hill. Again, glaring needs on that team. You don't go waste your second round pick on Jalen Hurts when you need wide receivers. Last year, that wide receiver was god awful after Deshaun Jackson and Ashley. Alshon Jeffries got hurt. And you seen both of them motherfuckers been made a glass their whole career. You should have went and got another wide receiver. And not trying to get no got this motherfucker. As much as I like that. 
So again, like you can say all that. I like them, but what's, not them. No. What's the biggest chink in Philly arm? Let me ask you this. That. What's who? What's the biggest chink in Philly arm? I still hear you say you would hear it out. What's the biggest chink in Philly arm? Yeah, the quarterback. <laughs> exactly. So, like, we doing all this talking and you just... I don't, I don't think that. I don't think it's the quarterback. A quarterback who's gotten hurt three times in three years. What's the biggest chicken they own? I, I don't think... Get a, get a real, 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 real. So, what's the biggest chicken they own? What's the biggest... Need so, I don't think <coughs> the biggest chicken is their quarterback. I think the biggest chicken in their armor is this, the the... The pieces that goes along with it, because as we're talking, they're losing puzzle pieces that go along with it that even make that shit possible. They're a team, and if you don't have a quality team, then Dub Peterman can't do what he needs to do, and that's why I don't get Jalen Hurts unless you're thinking about getting rid of Carson Wentz. They're not so like it go back to your Brett, your um. Aaron Rodgers point. Aaron Rodgers has a longer contract for more money than Aaron Rodgers. I don't think they're trying to get rid of him. I think they recognize that he's made of glass and, hey, we need something. <coughs> We're not going to spend no crazy money on no on no person in the thing. We can just draft somebody. I should think it says the opposite. They probably feel like they can get a receiver cheaper than they can get a quarterback. Here's my thing about it. The first three rounds are for you to build and for you to for you to get your team to get playmakers for your team and address needs in your team. You're looking for starters in your first three rounds. Four, fifth, six, seventh round, that's what you do to fill But again, it's, it's, you can't do that because talent is gone by four, fifth, six, seventh round by and large. But that's what you're looking for fillers. Again, that's where you're going to get that quarterback that's going to sit down and all this other gimmicky and gadget shit. Well, I think that, so. For them, I think that they're gonna use him as Taysom Hill. Like he's gonna be a slash type player, more so than anything. Who can play quarterback if you don't, you don't get that in the second round? Hmm. Second round isn't dedicated to that shit. This won't be starters though. The second round, them starters. Right, and I think stars and contributors are two different things. I think that I think you I think that you're looking for in this NFL, you look for people who can contribute right away. A lot of first round, a lot of top draft picks don't start until the second year. They just contribute their first year. No, a lot of motherfuckers they getting going in the start, especially first round. Now what happened is some of them don't pan out, but yeah. first, second, third round, those are motherfuckers who you looking to start. Well, are you looking for them to contribute and grow to the next year? Most of them start the second year. Some of them start the first year, especially first rounders. But like second round and stuff, a lot of them just come in and contribute, and then then they start the next year. Damn, which even makes your point about what the Packers did even more egregious. And what Philly's doing. I said the difference between Green Bay, I think Green Bay knows something we don't. I'm telling you, you giving them too much head. You don't have no indication of none of that stuff. Aaron Rodgers ain't hurt. Aaron Rodgers ain't been Rollerberger who bitch every year. I think I'm out. I think I'm bad. I think I'm out. Just because he said publicly, you go about what they say to the public. Those people in the building with them every day. Don't try to give motherfuckers head who doing bad job. I'm not saying again. I'm not. I'm saying that it has to be a rational reason, and I think that that's the only closest thing to rational. Yeah, no, it damn sure don't. All it could be is a bad pick from a bad goddamn GM and coach and a head coach as far as picking talent. 
That's what that's the easiest part to play the heat for it. He said that out his mouth. So Again, Double R, you may be right. They may want them gone. All I'm saying is nobody makes a batshit crazy pick like that without some insight. Yeah, hell if they don't, you don't see it in your whole life. From Mike Dick and training away everything from Rick to Will to the way to the goddamn New England draft. Everybody make dumbass shit moves. It's, the draft is full Not of that dumb. Every year. Not that dumb. Darren, that dumb. Just like that, that stupid. Nah, most time people get it. When Aaron Rodgers still slinging that goddamn ball in New England, and they're trading goddamn, and they're trading just Jordan Love for a third round pick, that's when you're gonna be like, that was a stupid ass draft. When that happened, that happened. But I, most people don't do. People miss. Yes, they miss on. They don't miss on something where like they don't miss like this. People miss picks all the time. Huh? The draft is full of motherfuckers that miss. Yeah, motherfucker like miss not like this. Motherfucker miss all the time, but they don't miss when they have an obvious need and go get somewhere they have no need. People, they don't make that type of miss. Do they miss? Yeah, miss all the time. You may need a quarterback and you get the wrong quarterback. You may need a running back and get a. You may get a bust. You get bust all the time. You very rarely get people who don't need this position, overpay for this position, and with no rhyme or reason involved, with no plan involved. There has to be some plan. That's all I'm saying. And I'm telling you, you give motherfuckers too much. That's your comments. Calhoun, that's your common sense. There has to be some plan. But what they tell you, common sense ain't common. In a building full of 60 people, somebody somebody has a plan. God damn, you gonna say this shit and you a fucking Falcon fan? I'm not even a Green Bay fan. That's my point. Even if Double R, even if what Double R saying is true, which could very well be, they may want him gone. Whatever reason, they may be like, this smug bastard devised the team. Whatever, we want him gone. Whatever the reason is, they have, they didn't just go throw, oh, let's throw a dart. Oh, Atlanta on love. Let's get love. No. But that's it. Go ahead. Go ahead. <coughs> Uh, all I'm going to say is, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, but I'm feeling real disrespected right now. I don't think he feel that way. I think they had a conversation. Going back to I think you had it. You have to have that conversation with him. He is that city. He is that franchise. You, he know he know going in that drafting Jordan Love is a possibility. Well, you doing, you you cut, you you working in the greatest whole time on this pick. Instead of just saying this is a trash-ass pick. Is it a stupid pick? Yes. That's what the, you missing my point. Am I, is it a stupid pick? Yes. The reason I'm saying it may I'm saying it may be something calculated. That's all I'm saying. Because it can't be this stupid for no reason. Man, it's this stupid. I move That's even more him. reason why I think something happened. Where it's like we got like... Even if one of them things they were talking to Aaron like, "Hey, we get him. Oh, y'all might want to get a quarterback. I'm not here for the next two years. I'm I'm gone in two years. Oh shit, we got to get a quarterback. You don't move. You don't do that right now. Okay, so just like Tampa Bay made a move in the draft so they can get that tackle from out. They said they had some inkling that Joe Stanley was going to retire, so they moved up so he didn't fall to San Francisco. Lo and behold, a couple of days later, Joe Stanley retires. Now San Francisco had needed a tackle, but Tampa Bay went ahead and got him. That's one thing. There's no news. You keep saying news. It could be internal news. You keep you keep going about what the public knows. Yeah, but you have to explain that to your fan base. And to, you don't have to explain, explain nothing right now. You can say, hey, give it a couple of days. Thank on. 
Man, two years from now, that motherfucker still. He may be. I'm not again. The flip side of it is what Double R is saying. Hey, they may be tired. We're tired of this pretty boy shenanigans being an asshole to everybody in this goddamn bill. We're gonna find a way to get rid of them. That could very well be the case. How could that be the case one year in? What do you mean? The GM ain't one year in. The GM bender. LaFleur just got them. But the GM Bender, or the people on the team Bender, people could be complaining about Aaron Rodgers. People could be complaining. Now, see, this is what I'm saying. This is how bad. Go ahead, Double R. I said, you can complain all you want about Aaron Rodgers. He'll haul up the table. Again, I'm not disagreeing. So I think that what you're saying is you think I'm defending you. People complaining about Michael Jordan. We've been talking about the last man. Motherfucker complaining about him. Left and right. And they got the fuck on because he's the GOAT of all time. But if everybody's on the team complaining, and it, these are all hypotheticals. I'm just saying, and out of all these hypotheticals, my overall point is nobody makes that type of stupid mistake. Now, people make stupid mistakes in the draft all the time. Do they make those type of stupid mistakes? No. You very rarely see that. That's the only point I'm saying. It has to be some rhyme or reason behind it. And the only thing I come up with is that one or two things. All right, so we're going to be on two ends of the spectrum. I got you with D is saying that there's a hidden agenda. There's some smoke that we don't know about. Yeah. Quotation. Quotation. Yeah, you can be condescending all about it all you want. But yes, that. No, I'm just saying. I'm saying they flat out blew it and they fucked themselves. Okay. So we wrapped up the we wrapped up the mystery of Aaron Rodgers. What about Jalen Hurts? Let's spend some time on that. I didn't think that was a good move because I don't see Jalen Hurts getting on the field like that. So you, I think he'd get on the field as a wide receiver, running back, blase this, blase that. Quarterback, yeah, maybe man. you're from. You nah. gonna play quarterback? You never played that. You're a quarterback. I, I just think they're gonna use. I think Taysom Hill done opened up people's eyes. Hey. Even you can play quarterback. If you're a good athlete, we're going to get you on this field one way or the other. Some people don't want to. Lamar didn't want to change your position. I don't think Jalen Hurts had. I don't think Jalen Hurts has a choice. You got a choice now. You can either cut me or. Jalen Hurts will be in Canada in the next year. Man. I don't think people knocking down that. I don't think Jalen Hurts brought to the table with Lamar Jackson bring to the table. You know, so I, I agree with you. I think there's going to be a lot of small screen and bullshit. You don't get a chance to play because that quarterback is made of duct tape and bubblegum and Carson Wentz. So I think it's going to happen. But here's the problem. You just left a QB uh, controversy. Y'all just had a quarterback controversy for about two, three years. So I'm going to show y'all went ahead and got rid of Nick Foles. And you bring in, because if Jalen Hurts is anything like we probably think he can be, which I think he can be successful. You're going to bring in another quarterback controversy because when Carson Wentz goes off for the next three, four games and that kid come in and light it up, you're going to have a quarterback controversy. And what you should have did was just drafted a goddamn wide receiver or drafted a lineman to help instead of doing this stuff because they never the rest, man. So they need, they had needs. Quarterback wasn't one of them. I think Don't quarterback say, was one of them. You just said he made a bubble gum and duct tape. I don't think, but you still got your starting QB then. That's what I mean when I say quarterback isn't one of them. You could have got another. Again, you could have waited and got Jake Fromm in the fifth round. Is that they may not like Jake Fromm. 
Or you could have got Jacob Easton. It doesn't matter, but I'm not going to waste a second round pick on him. You could have done it in the third round if you wanted to. It doesn't matter. Maybe they, again, I, I, I don't have a, the Green Bay is baffling, so it's so stupid. It, it's got to be some rationale, something we don't know about. That's what I'm saying about Green Bay. This one actually makes sense to me. Like, this makes all the sense in the world to me. Hold on. Not, you don't just have a starter. You have your franchise for years to come. Now, granted, he's like Andrew Luck. That's who he is. He's a less talented Andrew Luck. And you're, everything you're saying is making my point. Is making the point of why you draft a, a solid backup quarterback. No doubt. But you do like Redskins deal when they draft the RG3. You got Kirk Cousins in the full. You don't get your running back in the full. I mean, a quarterback in the full. You don't go get him, but you say, I don't have a problem with them drafting the quarterback. I have a problem with where they, where they drafted the quarterback. They may have felt like he wasn't going to be around. If it was, if it wasn't, it doesn't matter. You're not going to use him at quarterback anyway. You just said he's going to be gimmick his ass off. I think he's going to be a little of both. I think he's going to be a little of both. But to your point. Either way, either way, you make that pick in the fourth round for a backup QB. You don't make it in the second round. I can see that. Nobody's picking backup QBs in the second round. When the last time you seen that, though? That's what we must use. We can't even think of it. Nobody's picking back up QBs in the second round. That's a fourth round decision. Uh-huh. Fifth round. Sixth round. Who? Again, it's not, I think that we're talking about him like he's just going to be a backup quarterback. They're going to use him at everything. You drafted him for quarterback and you did not. You, I tell you what, you're not going to use him at. You're not starting him at wide receiver where you need him at, even if you're going to have him at. I bet you play his slot. I bet you they put him at the slot. Either again, you do not draft second round for bench players. That's not why you draft. I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna be a traditional bench player. Like I think we. That's where we disagree. I don't think it's gonna be. Hey, you, you. We drafted Jacobs Beeson, and that's all he is. They they gonna play this boy at multiple positions this year. I just go back to Taysom Hill, McCall Hartman, people. I think the league is saying nowadays, if you were an athlete, we're going to find a place to get you on the field. may not be your primary position, but we're going to get you there. Especially a quarterback. Like, that's a cheap way to have another person on the team. That's I think, again, I'm not a Taysom Hill fan, but I think he has sparked this new way of thinking. That's the only motherfucker you can bring up. Shows you all what you need to know about this. But I think that the league is catching on to that. And guess what? Taysom Hill ain't no second round player. You didn't get Taysom Hill with the second with the second round. When did he get drafted? He didn't get I drafted. He wasn't in the second round. He didn't get drafted. He went. He was in. Um, he was a Mormon, so he was on. No, nah, he didn't get drafted. They signed him to a free agent contract or some shit. He was an undrafted free agent. Something like that. That's the reason why he playing all these positions. God damn it, Darren. That's, a, that's my motherfucking point right now. Thank you, sir. That's my point. What's your point? You don't do that shit in the second round. I think that you can do I think that that was an experiment that worked, and now everybody going to copy. And I think that Jalen Hurts is a proven commodity. I think you can trust him more than you can trust Taysom Hill. I don't Hill. Like that. Not a, not a, not a drought pick. Ways of I'm not. I'm not saying I approve. Of, I'm saying I approve of it more than Green Bay. I do think Carson Wentz has made a glass, but I think that I ultimately think they, they're going to use him as a 
again, I just keep saying Taysom Hill, but I think they're going to use him as that type of player. I don't even name that undrafted fucking player, Sean Payton system. Because I bet you outside of Sean Payton's system, he's garbage. Yeah, but Sean, whatever, regardless, the system has him valuable now. Well, I, I, I must say I sit on the, other, on the other side of the fence with you on this one again. Okay, that's fine. We both can sit on the other side of the fence. What other things? We spent a lot of time about quarterbacks. What else didn't you like? And what y'all um, think? Draft a porter. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with them drafting. What do you want in six rounds? Somewhere? <coughs> I have a problem with them not picking up uh, uh, Rodrigo, though. Rodriguez. Oh, you wanted to get Blankenship? Yeah, I just, yeah, why not? Why not give him? So, pick, stick a pin in the Falcons. I, I, Double R, you said this name earlier. I didn't like Justin Herbert getting picked. I, 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 I think that's a really, I don't think he's a good quarterback. Like good NFL quarterback. I think Herbert. I don't think he would have went there early. I think he would have reached. I don't think he was a reach. I just think he. People overvalue just aesthetics, right? He's six six with a strong arm. Those they don't work. Yeah. They don't work. So like, I, I just don't. I don't know. I just like. I think they overvalue. You remind me of. Old boy for the ranking. Uh, Jared Goff. I can see yeah. that. I can see that. How y'all feel about Henry Rose being the first wide receiver taken? Because I, I would have easily thought C.D. Ram or Jared Drew was going to be the first one. I love Henry Rose being taken. Really? Even over them over them two? I, tell, I don't think C.C. Lamb is going to be that good. I think... I don't think T. Wiggins is going to be that good. I think that the real deal is Judy... And Henry Rose. Now I ain't saying no other cats ain't gonna be good. I think that the other two will fall in the Calvin Ridley range. Like whatever you think of Calvin Ridley, I think that's what CC Lamb and T. Wiggins are. Sammy Watkins kind of in that Sammy Watkins Calvin Ridley range. Yeah, I can't even put them back high. <laughs> that though, that though Ridley, really, really straight with. I think the boy will be. I, I you'll be able to see. Ugh. Maybe a Deshaun Jackson or something, a speed burner. No, I'm not a big. I don't. I think T. Wiggins gonna be like overrated, but Teach is on. And I think I definitely think Cece Lamb. Cece Lamb, somebody who just who just worked the middle for the most part. I mean, he going to Dallas, so that's what he can do now. Because you got Amari Cooper and, and uh, is it Galloway? Galloway on the other side. So Galloway. I don't think it's enough balls for him. I don't think it's enough balls to go around. Cause he got to get his touch. The way they throw it, he, the kid Dak almost had five thousand yards last year. So the way they throw it, it's gonna be enough. They throwing that ball. They got to get the ball to Gallup. He probably the better receiver. He probably the most explosive receiver. Oh, Amari Gallup, I'm averaging like twenty some yards a catch at one point. Cause he wasn't getting that many catches. He had over. So, so you little number. He had over a thousand yards. I mean, I liked him. He was on my fantasy last year, so I know what the kid could do. I had both of them on my fantasy. And who did better in your fantasy? It was like weekly, but both of them showed up. Whenever Amari Cooper don't show up, he don't show up at all. Yeah, was good, but I think it was a great pick. I, I, I think that was a, I think that was a pretty good pick. I, I like I like where they went. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about. 
don't know about that running back who Kansas City got. Oh, I like <laughs> him. I like him. You like him as the best running back coming out this year? The most best for the NFL, yeah. Really? Over over the over Swift? Yeah. I like Swift better than him. I don't know. I I I don't, I don't feel DeAndre Swift up. I feel he likes Sonny Michelle, like somebody, and not Sonny Michelle fooled me. Like Sonny Michelle. Yeah, I think. See, I think Sonny Michelle was better. I mean, Swift fumbled a lot. He, he, he just somebody who like he. Yeah, he was like Sonny was a good system. So. But he ain't doing nothing. That's the point. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. Who's the best running I was watching some uh, one of the talk <clears throat> one of the one of the shows this morning, and they was talking about New England. And like, let's just put a, let's be real about their draft. New England with all that bullshit drafting, especially when they got glaring holes on their team, and now no Tom Brady to patch it up. I think they had a shitty draft, and all that trading back, trading back, trading back. That don't work when you have no playmakers on your team, and New England has no playmakers on their team. Well, once they get Cam, know. he'll fix that. I thought New England would have picked Jake Fromm, though. <laughs> that is a New England pick, right? Fromm stuck around. What do you mean, fifth round? Yeah. I thought they were going to get Jacob Peterson or Fromm, but I, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. I, I don't know what New England plan is, but it don't look like they're going too good for him. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. I think they're going to pay for it. That's a, I'm surprised you guys don't have more faith in Belichick. Oh, no. You seen what he did last year. Tom Brady with the straw that stirred that drink. No Tom Brady. With that with that squad of booms. I just thought yeah. Tom Brady showed you he stirred the drink. Because he can make up. You seen none of those receivers against separation. None of them. None of them, no Grunt, no Tom Brady. Oh, they ain't got nothing. Mm, I trust Belichick until there's a reason not to. Who wants to start a quarterback, though? Isn't that um, the the second year player they got? What the name is? Solomon. They went and got Brian. Oh, it could yeah. be, hey, we'll suck and get Trevor Lawrence next year. I'm fine with that. Which is. Which is. Playing chess while everybody's playing checkers. That's why I don't see why teams are breaking their net for quarterback when Trevor Lawrence come out next year. It should be a race to get Trevor Lawrence. Maybe. I get on record. I get on wax and say this. Trevor Lawrence may be the most ready quarterback in the past 10 years. Boy, you, really, you, really, you really know how to put extra on that thing. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, he that deal. You know me. I very rarely say quarterbacks of that deal. He that deal. That butt-naked deal. You don't think Justin Fields going to be nothing next year? Not Trevor Lawrence. Boy, Trevor Lawrence stunk it up in the goddamn National Championship game, didn't he? Nah, Trevor Lawrence was playing by himself. Motherfucker like Trey yeah. Wiggins couldn't do nothing. To me, his first year was better than last year. That's man, he world. carried them against Ohio State. He carried them in games that mounted. Problem is, that's, and this go back to my bigger point about Clemson. We're going to talk about this when we talk about the Falcons pick. A lot of them motherfuckers don't show up when they play big-time competition. He does. Him and the running back, they show up. The rest of them cats, they iffy. Clemson rely on their defense. What's the name? AJ still got burnt, but he was told about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
they go ahead and spend a little time on the Falcons and they pick. What y'all think about the draft? Well, if I can get a C minus. What happened? Say it again, Rashad. I think they got what they needed and position they needed. What are they paying out of my to be determined? So that go back to the point we were talking about, and that's the point I was telling you, Calhoun, where people fail, but they don't feel the way Green Bay or Philly feel. They got A.J. Terrell. They need a DB, right? So they got him, even though I don't think he's going to be good. I think they're going to roast his ass like some goddamn popcorn. But they went and got the player they they, they have a need for. You think you'll be worth the true front? Hell yeah. True front? Didn't one true front like a two or three time pro bowler? True front? Let me see how many times true front went to the pro bowl. I ain't even being funny. He only went one time. You right. Say it once, nigga. I said you're right, motherfucker. What do you want me to say? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I said. Then listen to what I'm telling you. Especially when it comes to that Green Bay bullshit pick. Okay, listen on that one. Now, true front you. I'm trying to tell you something, young nigga. You got, down, you got two ears and one mouth for a reason, motherfucker. Let me say this. Let me say this. This may be the worst first-round draft pick since we got Andre Bruce number one overall. <laughs> <laughs> Where was that? Oh, where was that? I was in what eighty five or some shit when the Falcon did. Eighty something. So I think what they should have did was one or two things. One, they should have traded back, or two. I we were talking to Lennon. I was talking to Lennon. The Clavon Chasson kid from LSU. I would. I prefer them to go get back. This kid, you could have gotten the second round. I don't. I don't think AJ Terrell should have been the pick. Do we need a cornerback? We we do, but when you given when you given up the most sacks in the league and you second to last in getting sacks, you got to work the trenches in these first couple of rounds, and that's what I think they didn't do. I think they should have got an edge rusher here, and I think they should have got that kid who we got in the second round, and then got the Henderson kid, and then go get a cornerback or whatever, and try to sign somebody. Unless they got somebody else they're about to sign on the edge, but you damn sure need. More pressure on the line because Tat McKinley is not getting that done. That white kid, number 50, he is not getting Who, Jack Crawford? He's a starter. He's just a plug-in player. Yeah, Crawford, I like. I even like the, the big boy, Sneak, better than Crawford. So, I, you know, there's a whole bunch of no-name team fillers. There's a whole bunch of four, fifth, six rounders on that line. And San Francisco just showed you that. I think San Francisco fucked us on the low, too. They knew what they were doing. They didn't have a need at D-line. And that kid was falling right to us, and the motherfuckers took him. Javon Kenlong. They took him 14. Do you think the Falcons panicked after that? You see it in the pit, don't you? (laughs) You know they... Fuck, they fucked us. Fuck you, Kyle. I bet that's what they did. (laughs) They needed... Matter of fact, San Francisco needed either a tackle... Well, they got him to, oh, another wide receiver. They don't even have, they need another wide receiver right there, to be honest with you. That's why CD Lamb should have really went. They fucked us instead. They could have got Jerry Judy. And they chose to get that kid. They fucked us. Legendary coach Kyle Shanahan still giving Atlanta the dick. Still there. And just like Tony Dimitri, not the blank, they still taking it. <laughs> So let me ask you this. 
Because one of these things, like, I'm sure the Falcons didn't get blindsided. Because I, I saw projections that 49ers may get Ken Law a week ago. You don't think the Falcons tried to trade up with trade with Tampa Bay to get them? They should have. You don't think they tried to, Rashad? Double up, my bad. Oh, oh they, nah, man. I thought they would. They wanted. They, they sit. Uh, they wanted to sit. They were trying to get in top five. When they ain't getting in top five, they were just satisfied. I would be in the sixteen to see what Paul does. I would like them getting in the top five. Cause I really would like to see them get Isaiah Simmons, but I understand like. But I think you just keep trying to trade because I'm. It's people who are willing to get out, who are willing to trade, right? Like, I like C.J. Henderson. Like if they would have got C.J. Henderson from Jacksonville, I would have been happy. Like it, it's players, it's players. I'm happy with. They could have got who I would have been happy with. Way more than A.J. Terrell. Yeah, who? C.J. Henderson. Yeah, they could have got C. They could have went up and got C.J. Henderson. Like. I don't know. I think, it, I, I, again, this goes back to kind of what are the Falcons doing right now. I mean, that's going to be kind of – we got another podcast for that. But, like, what are the Falcons doing right now? Quiet as kept. Jacksonville had a pretty good draft, especially the first one. They got C.J. Henderson and then Clavon, Chastain, Key. I'm going to tell you who else had a pretty good one. The goddamn Panthers. Panthers went and loaded up on defense. Yeah, loaded up. Now he's probably got at least three starters on their draft this year. Everybody's on defense. He got them three starters though. That's what I'm saying. Like we got ourselves a bus, a, a good, a possible. I mean, you probably go down the list, bus, bus method. No, I, I like. I ain't gonna lie. I like Davidson. I mean, it's hard not. To, it's hard to get mad at a punter in the seventh round. That's what I like. We didn't have a fifth or a sixth round, so I mean. I, I think the fact is, I don't think they did maximize this draft, but I mean, I think they did a C minus D plus. I, I'm, you said it best a long time ago. Both of you guys have said the Falcons don't draft well, and this is just another. Yeah, you know, this is just another. This is just what you expect from mother who always late to work. They're gonna be late to work. Which goes back to my other point. We always talking this Matt Ryan blow up this shit. Blow up and do what. <laughs> Man, but some you got you blowing this up and keep these same motherfuckers here. You think we ain't? We think we ain't that shit. If you blow this up and keep Dan Quinn, Thomas Dimitrov, we're done. It's hard to fuck up the first pick for the draft. Yeah, you just saying it. We did a podcast. Yeah. Team, you don't like Joe Burrow. I'll let D. I'll let D. I said that for you. I asked you. You don't like Joe Burrow? You. I hate like You like him double R? I don't like him. I don't. I didn't think he had one good will. Calhoun? I don't like him. I don't like the crack that used the races. One. And nobody I like that shit. They want to bring up everything during draft night and who dad killed themselves and who mom is on crack. But they don't bring up that racist motherfucker Let's talk about that too at least eventually. But no, I don't like it. So you don't like that the media treat him with clear gloves? They do white privilege at white privilege, but no, I don't like it because I'm going back to what y'all say. It's trust in college. You got to be weary of one hit, one hit, one day in college. Like, you ain't did that shit for three years. He's the exact opposite of Trevor Lawrence. The reason I'm so stamped on Trevor Lawrence is he's done it from the day he walked into this motherfucker against whoever, however, went up. 
Joe Burrow is the complete opposite. He got down there. They gave him all the talent in the world. He ass backwardly beat Alabama. And, like, now he just – he beat Alabama. He beat a Georgia team that was poorly coached and overrated. And, you know, they beat Clemson, another team who really, you know, who is overrated. And, I mean, he – They struggled this year. And they just won to the ACC. But, you know, he ain't shit. He was on the bench. He got down Ohio State. A part of that was he should have been on the bench in Ohio State. Like, it, it, he wasn't better than nobody they got. But, like, it just – it one of them things where, like, he caught lightning in the bottle. And, like, he just – he riding that to the top. I don't like the – I don't – you ask me who should be a first round quarterback, and I, I don't. Have, I, there is no first round quarterback to me this year. I mean, we we go get back on the Falcons. He got hurt. It huh? was Tua, but he got hurt. Tua still like no first round quarterback to me. Tua just like, you. My personal theory is you got to be a literal quarterback who have the best athletes. We're talking about how they may have the best receiving core of all time. Very little of that had to do with Tua. What about the first year when he came? What about his first year? They still had the same. They had Calvin Ridley his first year. I'm saying like they've always had great receivers and like. Oh, they can't tell it though. You know what I'm saying? Like, and think about this: Ruggs was a the fifth string receiver then. Mm-hmm. Ruggs wasn't getting no. He wasn't getting no burn when Tua was there as a freshman. He and Tua was just throwing up bombs. Jalen Hurts did the same thing, so. Oh, no, I'm saying. Then they, when they both left, when Jalen Hurts left and Tua got hurt, Matt Jones threw for what he played three games and threw for like 500 yards a game. And the receivers, they the secret sauce in that. Nick Saban and the receivers. Not even Nick Saban, just the receivers. They they got the best fucking athletes. So like, I mean, I'm not. I'm, the better question would be who I would rank as the best quarterback. That's probably the more interesting question for me. Who would you rank as the best quarterback in this year's draft? I don't know. That's a good question. Cause all of them have real holes to me. Mm. Who would you say, Double R? Well, let me see. The best one. I might will have to go with two. I might have to go with Tua. You know who I'm? I'm going to throw Jacob Eason. I was going to say Jacob Eason probably the most pro-ready. I was going to say Jacob Eason. Jacob Eason probably the most pro-ready. He probably is the most pro-ready. I I, I said this in our group text. I think they're going to do Tua like they did Pat White from West Virginia. I think they're going to knock his ass clean out in this game. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised they had to scrape him off off the off the ground like you do when you scrape bits off a pan. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at that. I think I think the best I think the still this draft and the quarterback who in this draft is gonna give you the most value. To me, and I may be wrong coming down the years down the line and we look back at this and be like, what the hell are you thinking? I'm like it's gonna be Jake Easton. I agree with you. We board. I agree with you. Everybody else was loaded. Like I agree with you. He the most pro ready. He the one who closest to coming in and being able to start today. For he what is worth situation out there. He damn sure is. He can sit back in line early this year. Next year, I, I can't see Philip River playing two years in the uh, 
I think he won it done. Bye bye, Jacoby Brisky. Man, it would surprise me if he get traded. Bye bye, Jacoby Brisky. Bye bye, Phillip Rivers. Hello, Jacob Eason. Which is a shame that Jacoby Brissett never get a chance. But he's black, so you know what time it was. Man, what you think about your boy Andy Dalton? Where he, where he gonna land? Where they keep him? I mean, he out the lead, but Andy Dalton. I mean, to go to both of you guys' point, he out the lead. I don't see. I don't see people breaking their neck to bring Andy Dalton in. But to your, I mean, to the point about feeling like if you do, if you do feel like you Carson Wentz injury away, I don't see why you wouldn't get Andy Dalton. Yeah, I, I would have did that if I was feeling or anybody. I like Andy Dalton. I think that. You know, most people joke and laugh, and Andy Dolphin has had a good career. Like, you wouldn't say he's great, you would just say he's good. I wouldn't say he. You don't want to say, got to say he eat at Outback in the steakhouse. As you see nowadays, very few quarterbacks can afford to eat at Outback. Uh (laughs) Way to clean it up. Clean it up, Derek. No, that's the, I mean, we. I think that we see the reason is this is probably actually a better podcast. Like we need to talk about later on the value of a real NFL quarterback. They they aren't valuable worth a damn. Like they, you either get really good or you get really bad, and maybe one or two in the middle. You don't. It's not. You don't get those varying degrees. Because the last time we did the steakhouse comparison, like you got to think quarterbacks we were giving a lot of head to. They don't really deserve their head. Like who? Shit, we got Carson Wentz on head. He made a glass. Yeah. I mean, you know what we got there? He ain't get no head. He was out there eating that McDonald's, I think. I mean, Carson Wentz still a ball, though. He's still a ball. But he going to get hurt. He's an injury problem. He ball when he's ball. It don't matter when you're not on the field. You're a real, real black and white guy over there. I'm just saying, like, to double R to your part, Carson Wentz was one. I mean, Jameis, I think somebody gave Jameis some head in there. Like, you, you'd be surprised. It only had to be. It only was Lenny. There's nobody on the Jameis couldn't even come to the stakeout table. I think Derek Carr got some head. And, like, what is Derek Carr really now? You know what I'm saying? Like, Hold on. You just name him, motherfucker. No, no. You remember we put Derek Carr in, like, the long, the group of Bull Long or we, Everybody like Derek Carr. Because remember, he had just come off the year where he was almost the MVP. Derek Carr was that girl to Korea, man. Not that one. Because he just came off the year where he was down there the MVP. I remember that. And we was over there like, we like Derek Carr. I mean, but all that, to, I mean, but to get back to the point, all that to say, if Longhorn is the middle tier, very few people are eating at Longhorn. But right, so we getting off of the, we getting off of the podcast. Let's talk about the drafting. So let's just do winners and losers. Well, now let's get back on the fact because we just talked about AJ Terrell and how we didn't like him. Well, let's get. Do you want to talk about any of the other Falcons picks? Cause I do like the guy from Auburn. I think he cool. I think getting the center is cool. Yeah, I like the second and third round pick. Yeah, so I, second and third round pick get B pluses from me. I, I'm cool with the kid from Auburn. I think a center. I think the third round is a perfect place to get a center. Yeah. Hey man, I like I like Matt Hennessy. Just cause his name is Hennessy. That center, I mean, but it's, that's a safe play, right? Yeah. 
We need him. He, what they said, they might put him at guard or something. Yeah, we need yeah. that. We need we need linemen. We need that. We need quality. So like, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the linebacker from Fresno State. Oh, you think he's gonna be good? I don't know about good. But I think he could be serviceable. What's the African boy name? The boy with the African name who you we like? Number fifty-four. No, yeah, I think he could be in. I think he could be in that realm of player. Like as fifty-four step up and be a starter, he can be the next fifty-four. Yeah, the first time he good cut all that bitch. Yeah. I think he should yeah, start. Fifty-four got start. He just like to me. He's right at KZ. Like he he's good. What I seen from that kid, that kid is. We said that about him in preseason last year. Not the year Japan, but year before that. That kid is good. I like 55. So, let's do this. I don't think they should have got a safety with the other fourth-round pick, though. I don't like that. What do, What would you have wanted to see in the other fourth-round pick? A DN. Another body. Because let me tell you something about it. That, they already can't get that right on what they need to do with the safety in the DB situation with KZ Allen and Keon O'Neal. The last thing we need another motherfucker back there who might be serviceable. Because with this coaching staff, they won't know what to do with him. I think you get. I think it's time to cut bait on Keanu Neal. If he get hurt, he get hurt. Or I said moving the linebacker like you said. I, I'll take him at linebacker. I said linebacker. Y'all laugh me out the room. Man, I'll take him at linebacker. I'm talking about now, not yesterday. <laughs> well, you slick nigga. You know how to get out of one. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I so. I, I could agree with you. Double R, what would you, anything different you would have wanted to see the Falcon do? Uh, they draft what they get it. Uh, what's that, what's that boy name? Walker? The, uh, the linebacker? Yeah. Yeah. I think he'd be DC. He trying to get a uh, get for uh, Campbell. I, I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine. I'm actually, those picks I like. I don't mind the Hawkins kid. Like you, to your point, to a coaching staff who don't know how to use them. You can never have enough linemen with the Falcons, right? D-line. Just straight up. <coughs> so, like, I wouldn't mind seeing the D-end right here or a D-tackle. Just, like, I wouldn't mind seeing them get one of them guys who could play D-tackle or D-end. Only pick I didn't like. I, I, I just didn't like a draft of a punter, man. I'm not wasting my pick on a punter. I agree with you on I, that. I, you get one of I don't mind a punter late round, 6-7 pick. I, listen, you can get your quality punter there. Instead of just getting some trash, it's gonna get cut. It's the fucking first week of cuts, because that's all that's gonna come in that one. I mean, I think when you're in the same round, you're in the same position, right? What? When you're in the same round, you're in the same position, right? No. So the same round with a punter is you probably gonna get yourself a good starting punter. You can't. You should probably get a game changer as far as field position. But getting a seven round wide receiver, safety, quarterback, out of, them niggas ain't doing that but getting cut. First week of cuts. No, that's just a waste of pick. Why? When, you can get your field goal kicker or a punter in them round. In the six, seven round, hell yeah. You got yourself probably a star. Oh, no. A lot of punters and kickers don't even get drafted. They get signed on. So. Man, that's why I get the, get the best. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't want another DN just to bring in in, in the seven oh, round? seven round, I need to get cut. I don't know. Sometimes you can get one out of these small black school might be hell on them. And it's always exception to the rule, but for the most part, that nigga getting cut seven round. He ain't making it to the seven round for no reason. After the after the fourth round, let's be honest, you really just fucking throwing fucking darts at the wall, hoping something hit. 
let's be honest here. If we any kind of opposition, like unless it's like a offensive lineman, like ain't no ain't no ain't no quality nothing no goddamn fifth, sixth, or seventh round. So why not get a punter or seven kick? Okay? You can get yourself a Hall of Famer now. If you get a Hall of Famer six, seven round, they're gonna be one of those. A special teamer, a long snapper, something like that. Yeah, why not? Because you ain't gonna get nothing but some strange. Yeah, ain't gonna be too many Brady's or Terrell Davis or none of that shit. Now you're gonna get a goddamn Crumb Beer Me. <laughs> I don't think he got draft, did he? He should, I hope not. That's he did draft him. Remember, Dimitrov did draft him. We talked about that on their podcast. Boy. And this motherfucker's still making our drafts. Come on, man. Dimitrov ain't going to walk. He gonna be here for another ten years. All right, D, what you got for us? So, gonna get a grade for the Falcon. Cal- I mean, Calhoun, gonna give you a grade for the Falcon. I give him a C minus. You want to see? I give him a C minus. Darren, I get him a C minus too. Actually, I get him a D. I really think AJ Terrell is gonna be a bust. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I think we're gonna have three serviceable players from this from on our team from this draft. I think we're gonna let me flip and say it like this. What year was that where we looked at Thomas Dimitrov and like two years later nobody was on the team from whatever draft it was? Twenty ten. It was either twenty ten or twenty twelve. Whichever one it was, I could see this draft going the same way where in two years, three years, nobody from this draft is on our team. I can yeah, someone it gonna be. I, I see two players gonna be on here. Uh, D tackle Marlin. What's the name? Marlin Davis. I think yeah. he's gonna be on the team. And I think. See, they gonna them two players gonna be on the team. I think they get players. I get a five from a C, C plus. You draft what you needed, but DB. I don't think he he gonna be that good. Here's my thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock out two scores if you don't get the first round right. It's, a, it's hundreds of players. And if you don't get one out of First round is a layup, right? What did you say? First round should be a layup, right? For every team that's in the league. Like, right. That's a that's a walk. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. She already butt naked, dripping wet, begging you to come in the room. You you the one in the goddamn bathroom jacking off. If you don't get the first round right, you're done. Fuck you. And another thing, they got it wrong. If you if you make a pick and everybody everyone go, whoa, what? Why they pick him? You fuck it up. Especially when you had premier talent still on the board. Falcons didn't pick thirtieth. Sons of bitches pick sixteen. That's the middle of the draft. You only got you got you got one shot to get. You don't even have to get the best. You can get one of the best twenty players in the world here. You blow it. Fuck them. So, do you got any confidence of the Falcon making the playoffs? Hell no. Well, <laughs> let, let me say that. Let me say that. Let me say that. Because I will say this. Because we are going to do a podcast about whether the Falcon should hold them or fold them. Um, and I really would just be in front of them. Uh, well, let's try that out now. Let's end it. Because we're doing a lot of dead air on this one. No, no. Okay, so let's go on and wrap it up with this. Who do you think had the best draft and the worst draft? Uh, 
and we'll go from there. I, I'll go first. I think I really like what Baltimore did, and I, I like what Jacksonville did. So those two may be the two best drafts for me. Uh, worst draft, I think, is Green Bay. Wait a minute, but all that had you with Jacksonville? <laughs> I wasn't giving them head. I was just saying I think that I don't think it's a completely dumbass move. They got to have some inside knowledge. That's all I was saying. I think they got to have inside knowledge. No no, inside and out, this one of the worst fucking drafts ever. Side note, I think the Falcons' first round pick worse than Green Bay' first round pick. I don't know, it's Nick and Nick. Strong. But I, get, I, I, I think Green Bay had the worst. I think Jacksonville and Baltimore probably had the best. Well, me, I like, I like what Cincinnati did. Joe Burrow, I don't think you're a franchise quarterback, but hey, y'all chose him. You would have got him a, a receiver. Then they took a running back too, so they try to build their offense up around Joe Burrow. I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Think y'all had a worse pick, man? Why, you, man? Don't mess up Jalen Hurts' career. I gotta go with Charles as far as the worst goes. I'm gonna go. Eat. I'm gonna go Packers. I'm gonna go Eagles. I'm gonna go. I want to second the Colts too. I think the Colts did a really good job. But I think that you know how they the old saying iron sharpens iron. But I think they had like they basically they had like it's one of the things when you were coach you could turn around and put anybody in and be comfortable with them. I think they're building that type of team. They almost build a team where they don't have any immediate needs, so they can just draft and bet whoever the best available is. Yeah, that's what they're doing to just fortify the team. And, and last but not least, Baltimore. I like Baltimore. Baltimore they almost seem like they get this shit right every fucking year. Thank you guys for listening. This has been DigitalDaring.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.